in the city of Ottawa, on Parliament Hill, the Canadian government, debate and pass bills. Every person in Canada liked freedom a lot, but the Prime Minister who ran the country did not. He hated it all, even the Charter of Rights and Freedoms. Please don't ask why, we don't know the reason. There's no explanation that started it all. But maybe that his brain was three sizes too small. <laughs> Alrighty, there you go. That is audio from a YouTube video that features a fake Prime Minister Trudeau reading an anti-Trudeau children's book. I saw this and uh, I was like, what, what on earth is this? I mean, this to me is just, like, if you didn't know it was real, like, you would just completely think, okay, the Prime Minister's lost his mind. One of the giveaways is that the video um, has this, it's got this computer-aided Trudeau. So he's reading this book called The Prime Minister Who Stole Freedom. And it's a parody book styled like Dr. Seuss, mocking the Trudeau government's response to the Freedom Convoy. But it's a nine-minute video. And if you didn't really look at it closely, it very much could have become easily the truth. But there are a lot of sites that are pumping out these deep fakes of, you know, artificial intelligence into the mainstream. It's not new, but certainly it's getting to the point where it's sophisticated that, you know, it's a matter of time until this stuff actually starts working itself into the mainstream. And then, you know, you know campaigns like where's the end? David Shipley, cybersecurity expert and CEO of Boceron Security joining us now. Good to have you, David. Good morning. These are not new. You've certainly seen them. This one's like nine minutes, getting a lot of attention. If you didn't know, I mean, it looks pretty real. So, I mean, the monotone kind of of his voice, that's a bit of a giveaway. But again, this is, is this one of the more sophisticated ones you've seen? It, it, it's certainly uh, up there in, you know, the most sophisticated one I've seen to date have been the Tom Cruise deep fakes, just yeah. the, the quality of the matching, the pacing. In, in this video, there are a couple of instances where you can see the audio and the lips don't fully sync at the same time. But again, depending on what size screen that you're looking at this, are you just looking at it tiny on a smartphone? Or you're mostly just listening to it. And it's the listening to it that really has my attention because deep fake in terms of improving the ability to overlay someone's face onto a video is 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 pretty tremendous. I mean, some of the William Defoe clips of him yeah. as a pretty woman instead of uh, Julie Roberts are, are are creepy to say the least. Um, but the audio, the audio that we hear in this is extraordinarily sophisticated. There there are not the normal amount of tells in that audio. You know, if you were casually listening. It sounds a lot like uh, the way that the prime minister speaks. So sure. it is frightening. Yeah. I mean, if they had added a few more kind of breathy pauses, they'd probably master it. But this strikes me as someone who's probably in their basement. They've got some time. They've got the tools. They can whip this together. If you really want it to be uh, a nuisance, though, and you've got your hands on this stuff, you can see where this is going, David, is the sense that we're going to start seeing these things interfering um, at a time when we have so much disinformation and conspiracy uh, interrupting the flow of information that this will eventually become a very, very big challenge for the political, um, you know, landscape to deal with. Cause either you're going to get a, a politician saying, look, that's not me. I didn't do that. And maybe it is them, or you're going to get the vice versa of someone saying, well, no, it wasn't me. And it really wasn't them. So it can be manipulated both ways. Absolutely. I think, you know, the political, the political class has the most to gain and lose paradoxically from this. I think more to lose than what to gain in terms of trying to deny things. But, you know, imagine this technology had proliferated about the time that Doug Ford's videos had come out. 
Would we have yeah. believed those? Um, or the blackface. Exactly. Like, um, yeah. And yeah, so so we're getting to a point where truth itself cannot be established. And, and with trust in traditional media at an all-time low, you know, our best counteraction to this is good, honest reporting by broadcast journalists with uh, and, and print media journalists with ethical standards. Um, but there are too few. And they're not trusted. And so this is a, a perfect storm. But it, I, I think the consequences of this technology go far beyond the political class, particularly sure. for women. Uh, there's been the horrible abuse of these technologies by people they know to superimpose their faces and now the potential yeah. to copy their audio into situations, i.e. pornographic material that they never actually were part of. Um, and of course, that, that could have dire consequences for people's mental and social health, their uh, their well-being and safety. And that's that keeps me awake at night. And cyber criminals, of course, also are going to have a field day with this audio cloning technology um, to try and defeat any kind of security controls that rely on the sound of someone's voice to authorize things. Yeah, I mean, the it's, it's endless uh, what you could do with this kind of technology, which then begs the question, what are those in charge doing about it to make sure that, you know, no one wants to stifle freedom of expression or speech, but you also don't want to see this kind of technology weaponized to undermine our democracies. I mean, you see right now already, David, the misinformation, the weaponization. You saw China in our last federal election, you know, targeting eight or nine ridings and trying to, to change the results of our election. It's already happening. Um, and, and frankly, I'm not sure anyone in charge anywhere is actually getting ahead of this. No, and, and we've saw attempts in the United States to try and form a, a task force in Homeland Security to tackle misinformation, and that imploded in spectacular fashion because it's it's political kryptonite to talk about the regulation of speech um, or the potential perception of the regulation of speech, and so this is this is fraught with difficulty. I think you know we have to look at our election laws um, in terms of consequences. If, if it's not just foreign actors that will abuse this, unfortunately, mm -hmm. as we've seen, our own domestic parties will sometimes engage in, yeah, in yeah. so-called dirty tricks. So, yeah. so what are the consequences of doing this? Um, how are we going to react to it from a foreign policy standpoint? Are we going to hold China, Russia, others accountable if they we, we know that they interfered and use these technologies? How can we timely educate employees and, and interesting employees, uh, regulate citizens, about this, like uh, we actually saw a really great campaign in the province of New Brunswick by elections in New Brunswick ahead of the last few provincial elections where they educated people about uh, misinformation using social media ads and television ads and other things. Do we need um, a bigger push to inoculate people to these type of things? Having these kinds of conversations like we're having now is important, but also how are we educating uh, kids, teens and others as they're going through the school system, they're engaging in civics and we have to bring this digital literacy and this digital citizenship into the conversation. The other problem, though, is that at some point, like everything else, we're just going to get desensitized to it. And so then the show, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't see anything good coming of this as much as the technology can be used for fun, as we saw it, like with the Julia Roberts thing. I don't, I don't really put the political stuff in that category. And so it does concern me that these things are, are being churned out. What's the um, price tag on this? Can anybody afford this kind of technology? Is this one of those things that anybody could just sit in their basement and do it other than me because I'm useless uh, with the computer stuff? 
it's shockingly easy to use and even older Dell laptops, even five or 10 years old can, can chug away at this because the, the thing is, it just, it's just a matter of time. It's not, you know, the faster processor that you have speeds up how fast you can create this stuff. The older equipment can still do it. It just takes the math longer to run and do the work. And maybe there's some small quality suffering, but, but the ability to do it. So it's just good enough. It doesn't have to be perfect to cause chaos. It just has to be good enough. And so the tools proliferated Pandora's box is wide open. And now with this audio, it can take it to a new level. And I don't think there's any putting that genie back in the, uh, back in the bottle. If there's any containing of that, the best we can do is try and mitigate the risk. And then of course, hold people accountable. And, and maybe just like we had to evolve the criminal code of Canada to talk about the distribution of non-consensual intimate images. Um, yeah. maybe we also have to call, talk about the creation of, um, these kinds of harmful materials, but also how are Canada's uh, defamation laws keeping up with with this <laughs> kind of character assassination? Well, they can't even get their head around it on the you know Twitter machine. You know, like yeah, I I can get sued, you'd get sued, but the average person can go out there and say whatever the heck they want, and there's just no repercussions for them. I mean, we're just completely upside down and backwards on this kind of stuff. But it, it is a pretty crazy, creepy uh, video. Um, and no question about it. It is a problem that needs to be addressed. How they do it, I do not know. Appreciate it, David. I know you've been warning on it. You're very welcome. Take care and stay safe. You too. That's David Shipley. One of the many security, uh, cybersecurity experts who's been saying, this is coming, this is coming. Well, if you get a chance to see that video, uh, you know, again, first blush. It, it looks very, very real. And if you're not sophisticated in any way, you'd be like, wow, did you see what Trudeau did? He read a story about himself. Take a look. And then it becomes a truth.